Welcome to the She Is podcast. Come join us as we share with each other the stories that make us who we are. Our hope is that you're challenged and encouraged to keep boldly writing your story. Well, today I'm really excited to hear a story from Joy Bissett. Is that how you say your last name? Yes, it is. <laughs> um, I met Joy uh, probably a month or two ago at Graceway and what I remember about Joy is that uh, she was super warm and I walked away from the conversation feeling like I hope I got to spend more time with her sometimes. So uh, I'm really excited to have this opportunity to hear her story. And could you just introduce yourself to the people that are listening and yeah. maybe tell them a little bit? Yeah, I grew up just south of Kansas City, um, was homeschooled, went to college at Missouri State in Springfield. So you're local. Uh, yes, yes. I uh, got a degree in Arabic and Middle Eastern culture, and that gave me the opportunity to go travel. And I studied abroad in Jordan and Egypt, and then came back to graduate and thought I was going to go live in the Middle East for the rest of my life. So you loved it. Yes. And ended up working here in Kansas City. Oh. I've been here for five years. So that uh, wasn't quite exactly how I planned, but, um, it's been wonderful. Today you brought a story to share with us, uh, yeah. just, you know, a little snippet of your life. And I was wondering, are you willing to read that now? Yes. Last year in December, I had a pretty significant back injury that forced me to slow down, read books and reflect on life. Before that injury, I thought I had found the key to making it and would be able to handle anything life threw my way. While getting back to my feet after the injury, it was pretty clear that I didn't have it figured out. Prior to December, I had been warming up to the idea that God, or whoever you wanted to call the good guy, might love me and be interested in caring for me in life. But I also thought spirituality as it pertains to God and the Bible was lacking common sense and only something that applied to churchy people. I grew up going to church, but the Bible never made any sense. And God seemed like he was really terrible at his job, whatever that <laughs> even was. The turning point for my understanding of God was when I realized I wasn't even sure what love was or how to receive it. I had hours to sit around and think about all my life experiences and whether or not I was really loving people well or missing out on something. How could I love people well if I wasn't even sure I knew what the love truly was? I remember telling God I wasn't sure what it was, but I wanted to know it and understand it. And if he was love, who better to ask about it than the expert himself? So I grabbed my phone and searched God's love. The story of Jonah popped up from the Bible project. I watched it and it was pretty obvious I was Jonah, but I didn't really know God. So I didn't even know what I was running from. I finished the video and told God I didn't want to be Jonah because it clearly didn't work out well for him. I asked him to show me who he was and what his love was. I felt him give me this huge hug. He told me he loved me and I felt his perfect love. I had no doubt that the entire experience wasn't him. It was so pure, peaceful, rich, and gentle. I had never felt anything like that. After that experience, I wanted to trust him. I wanted to know all of him. I wanted him to teach me to lead me, to show me his heart, and to get rid of anything in me that was keeping me from experiencing him. 
I got connected with churchy people and they started showing me what his love looked like relationally in words and actions and most importantly, how to hear from him. He's the best. That's awesome. At the beginning, you said you had a significant back injury. Yes. Would you <laughs> be willing to tell us about that? So it actually happened twice in a week, but I had been really big into CrossFit, jujitsu, yoga. I was a very active person and I was strong. I would go to the gym and lift heavy, heavy weights and everything. So um, I was in my bathroom, I bent over and I, it oh. was in the most excruciating pain I've ever experienced oh. in my entire life. Um, like almost threw up, but was like, that's going to be even more painful. So I just crumpled to the ground in a ball and I was stuck and I couldn't move. And my friend was coming over early that morning. And, um, I remember texting her like, Hey, just let yourself in. I'm like, <laughs> I'm stuck on the ground, Aww. which if anyone knows me, like, you know, Joy doesn't get stuck on the ground. Like, yeah. That makes no sense. Um, so I remember being able to like kind of crawl over to the door and unlock it for her. Um, and then we just hung out and I like hung out on the floor Aww, in a ball. Just there. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, she kept being like, you know, do you need anything? Like, what, can I do something for you? And I was like, no, like, I just, I can't move. Aww. It's way too painful. Like, I can't, I'm just going to stay here. And so my chiropractor office opened and I called them. I was like, something's really wrong. Like, I can't, I can't get up. I can't move. I can't walk. And they're like, well, can you get in here? I was like, no, like, I can't. I can't get to my car. Oh, I'm not going to be able to get yeah. there. Um, so I got a bunch of meds and was following the doctor's recommendations to a T for four days, taking all the medications doing all the little movements and then ice and heat. Sure. Rest, yeah. everything. I was off Being work. good. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and uh, four days later, another friend of mine was over. Um, and I just started like shuffling around my house. Still didn't really know. Like obviously I had some sort of bulge disc, slip disc. I didn't know what exactly, but um, I was so proud of myself for shuffling around my house in like minimal pain. So I quit taking the pain meds, thinking that that's what, I was only supposed to take them as needed. Yeah. So <laughs> I didn't take any that day. My friend left. I started walking down my hallway and it, exact Aww. same thing. I just crumpled to the ground in excruciating pain. And that time I lost it because the doctor told me like, you're young, you like, don't, recover. if something, if it gets any worse, you need to go in and like get x-rays, get, cause like, it's not worth it. Having some sort of permanent damage for the rest of your life, yeah. you know, yeah. don't be that stubborn <laughs> person. So, um, I was in a ball and I just started bawling, just Aww. crying and I couldn't, wipe my face and it was not pouring out my nose. Like I was just, I was stuck. So um, luckily I had my phone on me. So I called my friend, she had just left. So she came back and we ended up having to call my neighbor 
who came over and put me on a blanket. Like I had, I could like shuffle backwards. She also gave me a handful of pills. She yeah. was just like, you didn't take anything today. Here. Take like, them all. Take it all. Yeah. Um, and so my neighbor came over and at that point I could like shuffle backwards a little bit on my hands and knees. So I like shuffled onto this blanket. He pulled me out the door on the blanket and my friend backed her car up in the yard up to the front porch oh. so that I could crawl like backwards down the stairs and to the car and then they like took you to the emergency room or what? passenger seat <laughs> and we went to the emergency room. Oh. And I was like, like, I, they had to come get me in a wheelchair and wheel me in. Oh. And it was just like. That was bizarre for you. I huh? always, uh, I always felt so capable, so strong. So. Mm. So you think that was the beginning of, of a shift in your heart? I think, I remember multiple times thinking like, man, I'm really glad I have all these people oh. and when my friend showed up the second time the pain wasn't as bad as soon as she walked in the door I felt a difference in the pain that I felt in my body uh, more pain less oh less pain once she showed up yeah oh, interesting and I was just like I'm so glad that she's here and used to I think I would have tried to just power through an experience yeah. like that on my own but um that was the beginning of a, a huge lesson of humility. Oh, yeah. Um, and realizing, like, yeah, I can't. Those are hard. I don't get to just lessons. do this on my own. I don't think I ever want to. Like, I need, yeah, yeah. I need I want people's help. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um, I was curious when you said in there you, you, you had found the key to making it on your own. So, basically, you're, you were trusting in, like, your strength and... Oh, yeah. Um, and so once that was gone, then you were like, Ooh, what am I trusting in now? Yeah. What am I relying on? I noticed a couple of times you used the word churchy people. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, and, and there was a couple of times where you said, um, let me, let me look back and said that God was doing a very, or was doing a terrible job, whatever his job was. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'd just be curious where like was that like, is that resentment towards the church or was it like frustration with not understanding the Bible? What do you think that I was for you? I just had no clue. <laughs> and I didn't take any time to figure it out or ask questions. I wasn't interested in going to church. I So growing up, did your parents make you go? Yeah, we went and I enjoyed the worship part of church, but nothing else really made any sense. And my understanding of God was obviously pretty off. And so he wasn't anybody I would ever want to like. Oh, pursue. there wasn't anything drawing you. Yeah, no, it was kind of like, cool, you do your thing over there and like I'll do my thing over here. And like, yikes, hope our paths don't cross too much. Cause I don't know what that's, I don't know if that's <laughs> so a good or bad you like putting a boundary up, like you're yeah. churchy and I'm not. Yeah. Well, for the church, I just, I, because I didn't understand God, I didn't understand why a bunch of people would want to get together and like oh. talk about him. Like yeah. I, yeah. I don't get what the big deal is. <laughs> like I could see that. <laughs> yeah. It just didn't, it didn't make a whole lot of logical sense in my brain. 
And so it was like, I knew people who went to church and it was like, oh man, like that's great. I love that you guys are like into that. It's good but for like, you. Yeah. man, it just doesn't make sense to me. And I would still go every once in a while because um, I did enjoy the worship. Like, mm. I would, I always, hands down, enjoyed worship music. Um, That's interesting to me, yeah. not having a relationship with the Lord that you would connect with worship music. Yeah, I took my Bible with me too. Wouldn't read it, but oh, I, I took it to the Middle East with me every year. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> yeah. I, I so part why. of your heart felt like yeah. there was something there. Yeah. Um, but obviously not understanding the Bible probably. Yeah. Or having the Holy Spirit. You yeah. Know, just probably kept you from leaning in more. Yeah. Well, so as you're going through this experience, how long was your recovery? Maybe a month, but continued the PT chiropractor stuff, oh, yeah. like the whole nine yards for months. So that time. that time, was it like a little bit of a relief or, or was it really lonely and it would have been had i not started experiencing god it would have been so incredibly dark because mm -hmm. i controlled my life by my ability to move and do i also had all the time to like just sit there and I, what else are you gonna yeah. do i have yeah. nothing to do had i not started getting curious about god and warming up to him being like a, a, a warm, loving God. Um, because before that he was just, <laughs> oh, it like hurts my soul. He was, I thought he was seen, um, God that was like so powerful and and mighty that like, I didn't quite understand him of course, but if he was supposed to be good, there wasn't a whole lot good going on. So oh, you were seeing like all the negative in the world. Oh yes. As like yes. something he was a part of. And that started in the Middle East. When I, I lived with Syrian refugees. Oh yeah. And they were, their friends were dying every day. Mm. Yeah, they had, been lucky enough to escape and everything but like that was the every day it was mm. someone else they knew an acquaintance a co-worker someone oh, had goodness. died or been killed and so um I remember every day being like wait what and then we would watch like updates and then of course it's just like these people standing around just being bombed and you're like oh. yeah how's God good so Let yeah like not nah, you're not you're not doing anything like I I'm pretty convinced that that, if, that you're he good. wasn't even a part of yeah, yeah just like, kind of sitting back. That's not you can't tell me that you are good and you're in control when mm -hmm. I'm watching all this happen. Yeah. Um and my friends and I really bonded over that sort of mentality. So you said uh in your story something about um I was Jonah, but at the time I didn't really know how mm. can you see now looking back like how you were running from the lord yes and are you willing to share that or so part of what i started doing once i started understanding his heart
heart and pursuing his heart, I started asking him, like, show me where you were oh. when this was going on. And like when I was living with these refugees, like, where were you? And he kept showing me like, you know, I was here, I was here. And like, I was crying with you. Oh, and then yeah. I was like, oh gosh, it changes everything. And so for me, it, it never felt like I was running from him. It all, uh, to me, it made so much sense. What I believed, what I thought. Sure. I would have never said that I was running from him. Mm -hmm. um, but looking back, yeah. And when I first was watching the story of Jonah, at the time, I was just thinking like, man, I don't want to break my back again. Why did that happen twice yeah. in a week? You're like, maybe I should pay attention to something. Maybe I am, you have some forgiveness issues. And <laughs> little hard As we are. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and, and were you making that connection that early on that it could have like an emotional, that your back pain? Yes. Could? Okay. I had read this book, Body Keeps the Score. Yeah, yeah. I had it for a long time. I had started reading it and then somebody mentioned it and as I was laying on my couch, um, I was like, man, I want to finish that book. And so I, I read it. Perfect like, time. Yeah. Yes. God um, was making space for you. <laughs> yes. And so I read that and it was pretty obvious that there was some sort of other connection there also that was mm. emotional. That I, you know, I was holding on to stuff and all that gets built up in your body and then it just starts breaking down. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, um, so you get connected to some churchy people <laughs> yes. and uh, you said in, in your uh, story that they started to show you um, how to hear from him. Yes. And I'd just be curious. So if somebody's listening and they're saying like, I, God is silent to me. Yeah. What would you, what would you say to them? Like, what, that's what, what I your... thought too. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I thought the people that could hear from God were like uber spiritual people. And you were just, you just got lucky. I learned that so much, like he created us so he can talk to you in all these different ways, but, and you can hear from him in different ways. But for me now, it is a thought that I would have never come up with. I, it doesn't make any sense most of the time. It's not what I expected. And it's like drenched in love because of what his answer is. It, it has a different like texture to it almost mm -hmm. than just a random thought would have. So for you, it looked like slowing down. Yeah. Just putting things out there and then listening. Yeah. So hearing from him also is terrifying because it takes so much trust mm. and it's like wait do I trust you I mean like I want to trust you but like this is also crazy yeah it's like I think I trust you well and, and you were trusting yourself so much before oh, yeah. so it's a big shift in, in yeah how, how you probably are working 
Yeah. So there's a lot of people that are in the position that you are in where they've gone to church. They might know a little bit about the Lord, but they haven't connected with him. I'd be curious what you would say to someone who um, is in that position. How would you encourage them um, in their journey? I would encourage them to pursue his heart. It keeps your eyes on him. Um, and when, for me, when, when that's my focus, he is identifying things in me and showing me parts of me that are, are dead inside of me mm-hmm. or evil inside. Of, and, and so only when he shows me those things that I'm completely unaware of, can I ask him to them? to then remove it and then replace it with something that he would want or like that he created me to have. Um, so in doing this growth work, do you feel like your relationships with other people has changed? Oh, drastically. Yeah. Capacity to love people and what that looks like and to honor my parents. Like what? Yeah. Beforehand, I'd be like, huh? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm pretty nice, you know? Um, yeah. But then, and, and little things like that. Then to ask him, like, hey, so what does that look like? Mm, how, do I, how do I do that? Yeah. yeah. And he does. He will. Um, so pursuing his heart has been, for me, that's the simplest way to put that into words um and then having people around me that are also doing the same Mm -hmm. and people that I can bounce stuff off of or who are loving me well and uh, that's really the only way that I can grow or I feel like anybody really can sure. yeah, I agree. grow. And without that, like, that's what I really, I had none of that in Egypt. Oh, that was missing. You know, yeah, I had none of that. And I was crumbling mm. inside, you yeah. know, fantastic experience overall. Sure. But like, it won't last without the body of Christ, Yeah, you know? Yeah. So... Yeah. Well, I, I love hearing the story of transformation and, um, I appreciate you being brave enough to share it today. Yeah, I know that thank you. Is, is difficult. And, um, if you're listening today and, um, you enjoy Joy's story, will you comment and just tell her what part spoke to you and encourage her for, um, being willing to share that. So thank you for being yeah, here. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Graceway's She Is podcast. We pray that today's episode encouraged you and gave you hope for your own journey. Be sure to subscribe to get notified about future episodes.